Jerry, once again, welcome in. Happy holidays to you and to uh, everybody in your family and over at uh, headquarters. It's been a fun couple of weeks, an encouraging one. What have you been most encouraged by, by what you've seen from your team? Well, uh, good morning and good to be on with you. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, it's great to, uh, to win, uh, but it's particularly great to win this year. And uh, I think this is a, a uh, uh, obviously was a win that will uh, uh, give us the things you want out of a win, and that is some confidence. Uh, we've got some guys out here that, uh, uh, that were on the field the other day that haven't been available in weeks earlier, and they played well. And so it gives us a lot of confidence on the ones that have been uh, basically on IR, we call it injury reserve, uh, gives us some confidence that when they come back in these last two ball games, they'll really uh, have a chance to uh, be available and make plays. The team has played so strong in certain areas and other ones, obviously, they have continued to show holes that have been there throughout the season. So, in regards to what's been debated, why do you feel it's so important to finish strong than it is to land a draft pick maybe a few slots higher than you could and fill one of those holes that you know you have? There's an old adage that I've always heard since I've been in sport and set way back at the college level. They remember what you do in November and December. <laughs> and so uh, uh, I think it's important uh, we certainly do that individually as in football, and it's nice to uh, uh, nice. It's uh, actually motivating to finish up strong individually as well as as a team. You know, you talk about that, and and you know, the last two games there were there were there were good wins, and and then you look at it, and it was, and obviously we're we're throwing a backup quarterback out there too. Do you kind of style point wins when you look at them? Like, ah, hey, yeah, we won the game, but it was against a backup quarterback, but it was against a bad team. Do you style point wins? Or you just take the win. That's it. Let's go. Move on. No, because uh, 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 in a manner of speaking, the game is that you play with a backup quarterback sometimes, and you certainly have to play with your depth. And uh, we can say, well, that gives them a chance to get reps and not be depth in the future. That's so. That's true. Uh, but you, uh, you, you have to be able to, uh, uh, to get there. You have to be able to win. I'll never forget uh, uh, Bernie Kosar came in and won, uh, uh, certainly beat San Francisco, uh, not beat, but contributed to the win uh, right out at the old uh, Texas Stadium. And uh, Bernie Kosar came in and made that win. Now, that was Aikman's team, and, and uh, Aikman was the reason that quarterback that we won the Super Bowl that year and two others. But the point is, uh, Ernie, without Bernie Kosar at that time, we probably wouldn't have won. There's your backup quarterback. Jerry Jones joins us here at 105.3 The Fan. Uh, a lot was a lot of people. We all love the Tony Pollard game. Uh, that he had uh, on Sunday. What what was your impression of Tony Pollard? Was that something that you expected him to be able to do, put up those kind of numbers? Well, uh, it was good to see it. Uh, he has extraordinary burst, as everybody can see, uh, but he also is just a, a, a really uh, all-around football player from his position. And, uh, boy, we, we uh, you, you don't, I don't, I'm hesitant to say you add, I'm hesitant to say you take away. Uh, he just can be a part of uh, giving defenses fits, and uh, you see it. 
that burst that he has, and he does well. Uh, I think it seems he does very well over in that short area called the sideline. And he makes a lot of yards right there in that space going up and down that sideline. And that has to do with his quickness and burst. Is that burst missing from Zeke's game? Oh, I don't think so. They're two different type backs. And um, uh, Zeke, um, uh, you're talking about rough sledding, is being on the the other side when Zeke puts the, quote, burst uh, right before you tackle him. And he puts that power and he puts that uh, collision, uh, that uh, aspect to the game. And that that not only gains yards on the specific play, it gains wear and tear as you go along. And so Zeke uh, is a tremendous weapon for football. And because uh, physicalness does have an impact and does wear down and does uh, win when it's uh, uh, when it can be a part of. Uh, uh, not making as many mistakes as we made a lot of times when we've seen that earlier this year. Uh, uh, and so, uh, you know, all of those things are there, and uh, this was uh, naturally going to be. But we've always, frankly, uh, known uh, that with Pollard that we had an alternative there that uh, was another way to do it, but a good way to do it. Jerry. They, they, tie, they make quite a tandem. <laughs> Excuse me, Jerry Jones here with us on The Fan. You mentioned remembering what you do as a football team in November and December. And let's look ahead with how you've played. You come off with a win in Philadelphia and then with the Giants. Does winning the last four weeks, does that mask some of the issues that your team has? Well, they're so apparent, uh, the issues. And it's so obvious that... uh, 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 for instance, uh, I'll just uh, speak directly to the personnel uh, for one reason or the other, availability or uh, their ability to coordinate a player that's on the field, but how uh, he may be compromised to some degree because of the availability of players beside him. But there's no question. You can look at the Pro Bowl alone. And you can see that we had no pro bowlers when we, uh, that's the first time since 1989. Well, in 1989, we had about 12 pro bowlers to be pro bowlers on that team in 1989, but they weren't pro bowlers that year, but they came, became pro bowlers and we won uh, three uh, world championships. And so availability, whether it be, uh, 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 Coordinating and, and uh, depending on uh, your teammates, uh, availability is a big deal. Now, you're talking to the general manager, so you know that I'm not uh, trying to dodge the bullet on, Jerry, you're supposed to have better players out there. And I agree with you, but, uh, uh, you know, I think, I look at it when I see us having no Pro Bowl players in, uh, this year and look back as far as 89 when we didn't have one, and I look at the people that were on that team, the Michael Irvins, the Troy Aikmans, the Nate Newtons, the Mark Tuanays, you just Stepnoskis, Dale Johnston. All of those guys were pro bowlers, but they weren't that year. And we won one football game. Jerry, speaking of that, where does this season rank uh, in your tenure as, you know, most disappointing seasons? Well, uh, you use the word disappointing, and that certainly is that, uh, but unique. 
uh, and that has to do with uh, uh, the things that everybody worked through, and that was no training camp. Uh, you know, our coach did not meet eye to eye our team until uh, we would have been. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know for sure how it is, but it's three weeks to a month into training camp was before he actually met the players on the team, and then um, uh, so that's unique. Uh, uh, you need to uh, <clears throat> establish uh, things earlier, especially in a transition like we were in. <clears throat> but I think this certainly ranks as uh, uh, one of the most, uh, uh, I would say, surprising. Uh, I thought we had, personnel-wise, one of the best teams we've had. And so to give you an idea of where I'm coming from, now you say, well, that's part of the problem. We've got a general manager here that doesn't understand that it wasn't one of the best teams we've ever had. And so, uh, uh, but I think that availability is such a key thing relative to having success. And uh, certainly other teams, we played one out here the other day in San Francisco that uh, uh, arguably had less players available than we've had. And they were a hair's breadth from winning the Super Bowl last year. Uh, but uh, uh, let's see what's happened this year with uh, the lack of having some of their key personnel. So that's a big deal. Uh, it's not an excuse in the NFL because you've got tremendously uh, talented and well-paid uh, players, professional players, that are there when the guy ahead of them goes down. And they're supposed to be there and uh, effective and ready to go. Uh, but we are a living example of it can take its toll when you get enough numbers involved and enough adjustments involved and enough of the protocol of, of uh, repetition, uh, repetition with your backups, all of those things uh, can affect it. Uh, is it an excuse for doing things uh, uh, in a productive way of saying, good, we've got to change some things around here? Absolutely not. Now, we did change one thing right to start, mm -hmm. and that is the coach. And so we don't have to make that change. We changed him less than uh, uh, eight months ago and uh, less than, I can even name you, the reps and the practices. Jerry, last thing, with Philadelphia coming up and looking at their, their situation with, uh, you know, with Carson Wentz and looking at it from afar, I, I, they certainly didn't predict that this was going to happen where they would sign into this mega deal and then all of a sudden he'd be on the bench in, in, in a year or so. Does that give hesitation with contract talks with, with, with Dak in terms of signing him to a long-term deal, or, or are you guys not paying attention to that at all and it's, it's business as usual? <laughs> well, all you've got to do is wake up in the morning or any morning and not have any room under the cap. Wake up in the morning, and I'm not, woe is me, not in these times with the troubles and times of, that America's in, but all you've got to do is wake up You've spent all your credit card, which means you've extended your player contracts out beyond their playing years, which is a common practice to get room under the gap. Wake up when you've spent all your credit. Wake up when you don't have any money. And wake up when you need football players. Now that will say, how in the world does that happen? And then you go back and trace what happened, and you were not responsible by extending the amount of dollars out past uh, the years that they were uh, to be uh, valid or to be used. And that's called salary cap. And that's what you don't not 
pay somebody because uh, you don't want to pay them or they're not a good to great player. You do it because you got to manage the whole picture. And when you see players with big contracts that uh, uh, aren't uh, really uh, heading you in the right direction then and in the future, uh, that's the price you pay. And that's why you sit there and uh, work and negotiate and try to get the, uh, 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 you know, you try to get your cap uh, down as much as you can. I call it the light theory. When you walk out of a room, you ought to turn the light off uh, if there's nobody in it. Because all you're doing is keeping a light on for the rats and the mice. There's nobody in there to see the light. And so you turn that light off. What you do is on every negotiation, you turn the light off because you may not think you need that light in that room. When you can't afford it, you will need it. There's no question. You'll need it at a certain time in the future. So you negotiate uh, every time you can for the benefit of having more available for the players around the very player you're talking to. And that's not directed at any player. That's just a negotiation. And that's real. That's not BS. That's a very real thing. That's like an ankle injury. Uh, that's like a, a, a depreciation in talent. That's very much a part of what goes on when you're trying to put a team together. Jerry, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to uh, Merry Christmas, to you guys. and yours. Appreciate the time as always. Well, and here's uh, uh, really a Merry Christmas to those that are so uh, impacted by the hard times that we're in. And uh, here really is to uh, better and future uh, more positive Christmases. But Merry Christmas.